Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hello there. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm also freezing. It is a tundra. We are in a new ice age. We are literally that that fucking sloth from Ice Age. Eyes yeah, John Leguizamo. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Romano. Who was it? Chris Rock? No, that's Madagascar. Who was Madagascar. The third in that triumphant? There was a girl, I thought. Oh, God. I, Speaking of, I fucking love Madagascar. Ice Age cast. Hmm. I'm seeing Ray Romano. I'm seeing Dennis Leary. Who the fuck does he play? Was he the third in he that played, sort No, of he plays group? the lion. Diego? Yeah. I remember them being like a threesome, though. It was like... Yeah, there was it? the sloth, the mammoth, and the little saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, who was that? So that was Dennis Leary? Diego? Yeah, Diego. Wow. And then the mammoth I, was played by Ray Romano. I don't think I would like to see those three in, like, a real movie. Like, could you imagine the three of them, like... There are three dads who go to ba- like John Leguizamo, Ray <laughs> Romano, and Dennis Leary. How the yeah. hell did they land on them? It's like I asked for you. And I'm looking at the other people in this movie, and I'm like, who? Who? Cedric yeah. the Entertainer, Sean William Scott, Queen Latifah made an appearance in the Kiki Palmer I, I as think, a character named Peaches. I, I think Nicki Minaj is in the sequel. Did I make that up? There was more than one Ice Age. Oh, Chris, there's a whole cinematic universe. Ice Age movie. Okay, so there's there was like Ice Age, Sid's Ice Adventure. Age, The Meltdown, No Time for Nuts, mm-hmm. Ice Age, Dawn of the Ice, Ice yep. Age, Continental Drift, Ice Age, Collision. These are starting to sound like fucking like speed Trin- movies. Yeah. Collision Course. Yeah. I love speed. That's the only like... Really? With Keanu, Keanu? If you go back and watch that movie, it is more thrilling than you think it is. Wow. It also goes on a lot longer than you think because they get off the bus and then the bomb is strapped to her. And people do forget about that section of the movie. Yeah, because it's a lot of bus in in your memory. It's just like she's got to keep running. (sighs) I love Sandy. I hope she's doing well. And I love them. Remember that strange rom-com they did? The Lake House where they were communicating through a mailbox? Yeah, in different times. That was like time travel. Yeah. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I I didn't hate it. What is the plot of Ice Age? I'm looking at this poster and... I think it's global warming. Do these animals even all live in the same time? Yeah. I'm seeing a squirrel. I don't think they hung out. Uh, So that was made up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They just don't even seem like they would be in... Like, um... Like, like um in the same area like yeah, in the same climate it's like but when guess, we discovered that dinosaurs and people like didn't live at the same time well i knew that i don't oh, think anyone, i didn't i don't think anyone thought that but humans were around when mammoths were but why would you why do you think why don't you understand why jurassic park is a big deal honestly i just <laughs> thought it was a big deal because it was dinosaurs Right, but like people had never seen dinosaurs before. Like they had never. Pe- of interacted. course, Chris Pratt had never seen a dinosaur before. First but of like, all, the fact that you're going for Chris Pratt's Jurassic Parks and not the um, original. Laura Dern. Laura um, Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I Newman don't know why Chris from... Pratt came to my mind. No, but I thought it was just like, oh, like, like our generation you. hadn't seen. No, no. 
oh. people had ever interacted with dinosaurs. That's sort of like the point. Yeah, okay. That they roamed this earth before we did. Okay. And I don't know where Adam and Eve fit into all that, but that's for religious people to figure out. Yeah, that's not that's not for us to discover. I recently was chatting with a friend and was just like, the lack of what I know about religion is so wild. I'm like, Jesus parted the Red Sea, and that's why we have Kwanzaa. It's like, I don't understand anything about Is that why Kwanzaa is real? No, I don't know. Everything I know is just like half from a movie. I'm like, well, in the Ten Commandments, (laughs) I saw Moses hanging out with, I believe, Mary Magdalene. It's like, I don't know anything about like the Bible. I know nothing about the Bible. I and thought I you will build it, they will come was from the Bible. That's how little I know about it. First of all, you quoted that incorrectly. I know. If you, you build, if, build it, it. if you build it, <laughs> you they will, will build it. And that, we've talked come. about this because we that's how we got on the topic of Evan Almighty. What the hell does Evan Almighty have to do with Shoeless Joe Jackson? No, because I what is that said movie that, really called? I only know the short story. Field, um, of, Field of Dreams. Uh, no, I'm saying because the last time you and I had this conversation, this is it then turned into us talking about Evan Almighty because I thought it was about Noah's Ark. The quote I thought it, that's what it meant. Oh. I didn't because I had never seen the movie. But also, you do realize that Noah's Ark, he had to go gather the animals. He no, they came go- to him. I think in the okay, in Evan Almighty, Evan Chris, <laughs> they I came feel like to he, him. Th- that was like a big part of his journey that he had to gather them. I don't think so. Maybe the movie was like, look, we don't have time. Just speed It's like it up. Steve Carell and Lauren Graham are a married couple and we got to get these people on the road. <laughs> Did. Now, what was that gentleman's name? Moses? Noah. Did Noah gather the animals? Or did they come to him? This. <sighs> Guys, if this is what this is, he was commanded only to build the ark. Right. Okay, so I guess they did come to him. Yeah, they they like had a sense, like they were pulled. But now I'm seeing that not every animal came. No, they probably died on the journey. Why did this happen? I don't know. We got to talk about the city. The sins. (laughs) No, I think it was like. Noah built it because there was going to be a giant flood and God wanted all the animals to be saved and so that Noah? they could repopulate when the water but went who's down. The, who was going to repopulate the anim- the earth, earth, like humans, just Noah no, and I his think, wife? Yeah, they were going to fuck their way into <laughs> repopulating the earth. Mm, so we're getting to a real Plathville situation eventually. Speaking of, Micah was on Watch What Happens Live. And as dim as I've ever seen someone, I actually couldn't <laughs> even watch it. It was so sad. He is so. He's so dumb. I know. The dumbest. They all, but to be fair, they all are. Oh yeah. And I know Lydia is quite happy about what's going on with Ethan and Olivia. She can really try to get something going Stop. in the prayer closet now. Okay, we're not behind the paywall. I don't know if you remembered. <laughs> there's just there's a tension between those two. Chris. What Please. have you been watching? <laughs> what have I been watching? Gracie and I watched um, the third installment of Sam and Colby's um, Conjuring Adventure. Excuse whom? Sam and Colby are these YouTubers that like go to haunted um, houses, but not like in the sense of like s- like spooky. Like um, 
like paranormal activities. Okay. So they stayed seven days and seven nights in the conjuring house. What the hell is that? Have you ever seen the conjuring? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I don't know how else to I describe realize, it to you. So it's a horror movie that's based off of a real house. Yeah. Okay. Real ghosts. Like the Amityville horror. And I'm telling you, I was spooked. I was spooked. And it was also like really beautiful at one point because they were talking to this ghost, Abigail. Did who, the ghost appear on camera? Um, There's a... There's a couple who can talk to people oh God. on the other side. This is such bullshit. No, it's not. It it's is. real. And Abigail communicated. How like, much did they have to pay these people to talk to these? They ghosts? don't get paid. These people. They're like we just. They're like normal. They're a normal couple, and they're like we don't do this for money. Like no sure. one pays us. Much like the Golden Bachelor just ended up with Chris Kardashian by accident. He's not with the. He's not with Chris. I know. I did. He's taking photos with Chris. They're palling around, and I'm well, like, that's I told because they're you. on Hulu. I know, but I told you he's gonna be creep, 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 and next thing you know, he's gonna be on like season six of the Kardashians, hanging around with Corey Gamble doing plots. Chris, must you? I just I see it for him. He's a little fame whore. What's Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> From Indiana. Yeah, he's gonna be in Villains like in two seasons. Um. So how was your Halloween? Um, my Halloween was perfectly fine. It was too cold, but I went to visit friends and saw their daughter. We gave out some candy, and then I said at the hour mark, I got to get out of here. You had and, enough. And crawled right into bed and passed out. It was nice. How about that you? That sounds wonderful. Mine, I did absolutely nothing. Um, it was great. Did you get any trick-or-treaters? Mm-mm. Would you like to report on the rest of your birthday before we get into this episode? My birthday was really chill. Like, nothing happened. Did um, you do anything? Yeah, I went out to dinner with my friend and my cousin. Well, that's and, nice. And um, did you guys eat? Past that pasta restaurant you like? No. Oh, my God. I wish, honestly. But we, I got, like, a salmon. And then they yelled at me because we got a free appetizer because they thought we were staying in the hotel that the restaurant was at. And they were like, oh, my God, we love calamari. And then... Oh, my God. Wait, did you go to that restaurant we went to with your parents in that hotel? No. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. It's a different... I'd never been there to this restaurant. It's new. Um, and I was like, sure, we can have calamari. And then they noticed I wasn't eating any. And then they asked me why. And I said, because I don't like calamari. Well, it's not that good. I mean, I don't it's hate it, but it's not disgusting. that great. disgusting. Like when people are really into people it, I'm like, I mean, it's fine. jerk off to calamari. It's just not that. It, it's a perfectly fine appetizer, but there's always something better. Yeah. Well... Then we went out. It was fun. Well, that's nice. Had a and good time. Dinner with your parents. Yeah, I went to dinner with my parents. Um, just More I did. It, no, this was actually really good comfort food. It was really, really delicious. Nice. How are the flowers holding up? Or are they dead as a doornail? They're they're alive, they're and I've gotten so many compliments. Terrible from whom? People that came over. Oh, I thought you were like Barb and. <laughs> yeah, Barb and Ruby are like <laughs> stunning. Um, that terrible florist. Yeah, what happened? They're, well, first of all, I didn't realize they were like a national chain. So the people I were yelling at weren't even in Detroit. What do you mean? That's not like they, the person I was yelling at was like in, um, Illinois. Like Indiana. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. They have like <laughs> and, four, they have four of them. And I was like, so get the person on the fucking phone who tried to deliver them. This is insane. 
<laughs> You're always yelling at I just florist. don't understand why florists can't do as I figure please. it out. It's not that difficult. Because they were like, well, if we don't deliver them, she missed her window. So, like, now we'll probably they deliver them in two off. days. And I was like, e well, that's because I was like, if you think those flowers are being delivered in two days, <laughs> you will meet the voice on the other side of this phone. Yeah. And they got to you right sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I opened my door and there they were. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Um... I don't have much else to share. You know, I've completely stopped watching Desperate Housewives as I finally reached I the did point. Too. <laughs> I finally reached the point of the time jump and I was like, you know what? Can't do it. I, I can't do this. I saw those daughters of Gabby's and there was already a joke that I didn't care for. About how she thinks they're ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was like, you know what? I can't go on this journey with uh, Mark <clears throat> Cherry and the gals. No, no, no. But no. I will miss Brie Vandekamp. I wish... You know who I don't miss? I'm Lynette sure and those fucking kids. No. I'm sure actually someone's probably done this and I will be looking for it. Just like taking mm -hmm. all the Brie scenes out of each episode and put them on YouTube. Because <laughs> that I would watch. Like a watch. fan just, cam. Yeah, like I just want to see Brie scenes. I don't want to see, I don't want to see Lynette. I don't want to see Susan. I don't want to see Gabby. I don't want to see, um, that hoe. What's her name? Edie? Edie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Catherine. Oh, speaking of. I went down a wormhole the other day. I'm surprised literally... they're all still alive, actually. Well, you know, like it's just, lost. Well, it's just surprising. Like, it seems like one of them would have passed. I'm shocked House, a housewife hasn't died. Well, I think uh, that's coming very soon. Like, it's just something I feel. Well, Vicky. <laughs> no, Vicky's going to be around for forever. Uh, no, I, I think we... Actually, now that she's not on the show, I bet Vicky will live forever. But, like, if she was still on the show, I was like, we will watch her, like, die on camera. I heard rumors that, um... And Shannon. It will be one someone in OC. You think? Actually, I feel like some of them could be dead. Because there are more of them than you'd think. Like, Tammy Knickerbocker could have passed and, like, none of there us got There is one housewife from, like, the original OC that, like, you cannot find anywhere. Or, like, what was that lesbian's name Tamara was palling around with for a bit? Like, Fabiola? Yeah, and she ended up dating Bronwyn. Yeah. <laughs> Bronwyn could be dead. Like, a lot of them, Like, a lot of the OC women, like, that one who was you in that cult... No, I think a Dallas girl will be the first to go. What was that woman's name? She was in a cult the COVID season. <gasps> oh, um, with the deep voice. And she sort of looked like Dana Pam. Yeah. What the Who fuck was, was that? I don't She's like a complete aberration to me. Like, and I know I barely watched what that What was season. her name? Liz. Elizabeth Vargas. Yes, I was like, I don't think that woman's name was Liz. Like, I didn't have a lot of, like, warmth and, like, no, nickname no, no. to her. Elizabeth. Um, I couldn't see any of the Dallas women dot well, Leanne. Brandy. That red hair? <laughs> Deandra. Deandra. It's like, I see a lot of them. <laughs> I just have my finger on Dallas being the first to go. I know, I've got it in OC. Okay, we're going to be shocked when it's like... It will be Ramona. So, well. <laughs> well. <sighs> Holy fuck. Uh, yikes, guys. I thought someone was like trolling on Twitter when I first saw the text. 
Did you think it was trolling in the Vanity Fair article? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I thought like, oh, someone's like playing a joke or something being like, oh, look at what Ramona said. I don't know what I thought. Like, but a, I was like there's the no original Vanity way. Fair comment or the thing she said to New York Post in response to Vanity Fair. The response. Okay. I was like, oh, now this that, is a troll. And then I'm like, the oh, thing. no, this it's is exactly real. what she said the first time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's like, it's truly. I was like, people, mm-hmm. I saw somebody again underneath like Ramona did not say this. And I'm like. Why are we all defending all, this? Yeah, woman? why are we all thinking Ramona wouldn't say that? And also, why can't we just get rid of her? Are you kind of like living for Ebony coming for Bethany? Because I am. It's kind of making me laugh. Is she? And you mean when yeah. she was like, I'm not help, helping this fucking white woman take yeah. down a multi-billion dollar corporation. Uh-huh. What else happened? Did something else happen? So then Bethany posted on her stories oh, a screenshot of a, t- of a DM from Ebony from 2020. Okay. And what was did it like, say? it was like, oh, well, you didn't feel this way about me saying, like, you know, when you messaged me in 2020, and then Ebony got her ass good. Wait, and so goes, Ebony if you're said gonna this. To, so, so Ebony, Ebony just sent up. a DM to Bethany in 2020. Was it a fairly yes. innocuous one? Like, miss you on the show, girl? It was, it says, we met on a private flight from Palm Beach to New York City a couple of years ago. Just thanking you for consistently using your platform for tangible change. Because this was sent June 3rd, 2020. So this would have been about, like, um... Black Lives Matter. Did Bethany do something for Black Lives Matter? I think. Okay, I don't, rec- I don't recall that. Then Bethany sure. responds, August 18th, 2022. Wow, I Two never. Two years saw, later. Yeah. Wow, I never saw this. <laughs> Thanks, and sorry, I'm so late. And so Bethany posted on her Instagram story that screenshot, and it says in response to Ebony K. Williams telling me to fuck off. Dot dot dot. Well, then Ebony posted mm-hmm. the real screenshot, and Uh-oh. it says, "Ad Bethany Frankel tried it." Dot dot dot. Pulling out a receipt from three years ago, back when you focused on philanthropy instead of thirst trapping on other people's hardships. Hashtag go to sleep. Hashtag still on red. Because then, Bethany Wait, so messaged her. What did the her, real DM say? That it that was real. But okay, but Bethany it was decided something. to leave out that what, she DM'd oh. her on Saturday. What did it say on Saturday? Do you have a minute? And this was before the Vanity Fair article dropped. Yeah. Bethany's such a disaster. A fucking disaster. And then Ebony, of course, then posts in other news, hashtag justice. The truth will always age as well. Now I have well, to tell you, do I ever need I don't to see think Ebony, Ebony K. Williams on exactly. TV again? No. Yes. But do I like always I, kind of side with her? Yes. Well, she's a rational, sane person, and that's why she shouldn't be on television. Right. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to like just the wrecks we watched do you remember that episode she was on watch what happens live with um robin and robin was trying to explain away juan's like receipt to the hotel with that woman yeah, and ebony was like um what but here's what i'll say about robin and you know i have such a love for her oh, yeah. i don't understand why you all like everyone wants more for her than she wants for herself oh who like, feels that certain- way I just feel like everyone's like, fuck it, leave him. I'm like, if she wants, like, she. Oh, I don't feel that way. Like, she's just sort of like, look, she is to listen to every lie and been like, I don't even think she even comes up with good defenses. She's just like, yeah, I'm too tired to go get another man. Like, he's fine. We love our kids. Just like, leave us alone. She's literally, her tagline this year is just like, I but don't I care. But I think what people have a problem with is that she didn't ever talk about any of this on camera. She was more of like, 
Chris was in the room with Giselle or like Karen, let's talk about you not having a house. It's like, sweetie, your husband is going around fucking people and you're allowing it. Right, but I wouldn't want to talk about that on camera either. I think it's yeah, only other women show. that dig this up and pull it out like shit. I don't know. That's Why the show. aren't the other women doing their investigative work? Clearly, it's not hard to find this information. Bloggers really? are finding it left and right. Do you think it's true about Chris Bassett with the absolutely you think he's cheating i i think every which one of these men is cheating do you think every man cheats i think this is well this is tough to say but i think most men married to these housewives are like i gotta get away from these terrible women (laughs) (laughs) or they're like i gotta like knock her down a peg because they're also they're just a lot to handle it's a lot i don't think every man teaches Cheats. cheats they do they all do i don't think any man is teaching actually no, <laughs> not a single one you how to cheat yeah um no not every man cheats i just think these you know these couples on bravo they're not like um it's not like a love story of love of, like can you name one great love story on bravo where you're like i absolutely yeah. which one ken todd and lisa i think ken was probably catting around in the day <laughs> i don't think that you don't think? I just think no, when I think we he met really... him, he was one million years old. Although he's younger than I think. Each time I look it up, it's always like he's seventy-two. And I'm like, is that <laughs> he's true? He's the same age as Gary from Golden Bachelor. <laughs> he's yeah. ninety-nine if he's a day. I also, um, who's like? Oh, I also think Tamara and Eddie are very good together. Don't. Wow. Nope. Chris. I don't know if you're cheating on her with a woman, but I've seen some <gasps> headshots. Headshots? Remember when he she oh, threw them like a birthday party? <laughs> and yeah, she yeah, like yeah. blew up his old glamour shots? Oh, I remember. And I was like, And oh. they were nuts. And I was like, I don't know that we want to be pulling this. What about Heather and Terry? You think you he's know, cheating? You know, they're just two leather Chanel clad morons. That's just, so yeah, there's a, theirs is a great love. Of yeah, I think they have like a really solid partnership, and I will say that till the day but I die. I don't think either. Could you? I can't imagine either of like any sort of sexual chemistry between those two. Any sort of friction? I can't imagine him entering her. <gasps> okay, like, Chris, we have to talk about sex <laughs> density. I can't. I can't go down I mean, this rabbit you? hole. I can't go down this rabbit hole of Heather DeBros vagina I, I, can, can you i bet it's so bony much like shannon Bador's. remember when she was like i have a bony vagina so i can't no, ride i remember this but i think that's changed and so yeah no i'm not i can't even name like a real friendship oh what about marge and john or joe who marge and joby marge and joby hmm Joey we Gorga and Melissa? I mean, at a certain point, I feel like as maybe, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day or whatever that phrase is. Yeah. Teresa might have landed on the truth once or twice. <laughs> Do you see he's in some hot water with Brad Garrett? <laughs> Wait, J- Joe Judice is being sued Joe by Gorga. Brad Joe Gorka's being sued by Not Everybody sued. Loves Raymond's Brad Garrett. Not sued, but Brad Garrett's coming for him. Why? 
Because Joe posted on his Instagram. Correct. Joe Gorga posted that he's hosting this night in Vegas at Brad Garrett's comedy club and was selling tickets. And Brad Garrett responded and posted, this is not real. I don't know who the fuck this person is. This is a scam. How can you sell tickets to something if you're not going the to the we- it, Like the website was like taking people somewhere else or something. <laughs> yeah. The Gorgas slash Teresa, I include her in this I as mean, well, are all the money, All the money in Jersey is, I mean, those bags ter- uh, Marge is selling, Dolores' multiple flipped homes that never yeah. seem to go anywhere. Um, don't even get me started on Frank Catania Sr. He's engaged. But like his money seems tenuous. And I don't even know. I guess Jackie's money seems real, but I'm still Jackie not has real money. I also well, think Jen did, has real did money. Her parents steal it because I think it's just funny that she has familial wealth, but then both of her parents spend time in prison. Yeah. So it's just sort of like it's like how did that you get all that? You never really bridge that gap between that right. story. It's like my parents have left me a lot of money. They went to prison for several years and were lived in a halfway home. It's like what's doing yeah. here where yeah. we have made off situation i don't know um so guys if you like that content and i'm sure you didn't um you can get more of it over <laughs> on patreon you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash shortcomings podcast mm-hmm. we are planning for our next zoom call on november 16th right before thanks a week before thanksgiving i don't know what we're gonna maybe we'll talk about what we're thankful for and try to keep it positive on the Zoom? Yeah, and we'll just keep it light and bright. Or well, that's most like a few weeks we'll, away. Life could be totally we'll, upside down by then. Most likely we'll just continue to talk about which housewives I can't picture having sex. And if you're interested yep. in that, it's basically all of them. Luann? Luann is giving Brady Hobbs. <laughs> Luann's wild. I love her. Luann's wild. Um, unfortunately, I think if Bravo knows what's right, that legacy roni thing is going to get scrapped so there may never be another season of that show of roni oh no of that legacy of the girls oh i know because this one and then the girls and then the next one i think they might just be like you know what we had we did it we tried we can't put these women together right um so that's the kind of content you're going to get over there um Mm -hmm. and of course we want to thank our iconic shorties before we get into this episode so here we go Gina, Carlos, Lauren, Christina, Kimberly, Kate, Ainsley, Jenny, Laurie, Charlotte, Taylor, Alexandra, Dana, Laura Lee, Laura, Claire, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Justine, Alexandra, Grace, Allison, Haley P, Haley D, Rosie, Claire, Haley M, Erica, Emma, and Avita. Avita! You said that like she hasn't been there for three weeks. You know my memory. All right, so today we are covering Season 6, Episode 14, The Mm -hmm. Ick Factor. We're going to start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie struggles to embrace old-world romance. Samantha gets bad news from her plastic surgeon. Miranda and Steve decide to take their big next step, and Harry and Charlotte are shitting their pants. Yeah, so if you guys remember last week... um... This is the episode that I watched several times in preparation. So I, I know this I episode in inside week. and out. I gotta tell you, this episode didn't do anything for me. What? 
I was as bored as I've been in season six. In this episode, when Samantha gets diagnosed with cancer and Miranda gets married. Mm-hmm. Uh, for an episode this is with, the boring episode too. I thought with an episode with two big things in it, it just both of them felt very anticlimactic in terms of how they're handled. I think maybe because I don't know. Like I, I mean, we'll get into it, but I just felt like, and I also didn't care for what they were paired with. What do you mean? Like if this is if we're gonna do these Miranda and Samantha storylines that are spo- sort of propelling them into the second half of this season. Why the fuck am I watching Harry and Charlotte shit their pants and Carrie dance at a McDonald's? It's like, what's happening? Oh, Carrie was... Carrie was... like, we can't was... really hold the center. Like, it was hard. And that and Carrie's most of the episode, so it was just like, each time I started to feel slightly emotional, it's like, bam, we're back to something dumb. Yeah, she's eating raspberries and acting nuts. So, I don't know, but... And I also felt like the more important things in this episode didn't really fit the theme of it, which is... This idea of like a modern woman's relationship to mm-hmm. romance and whether or not romance is really something people even want anymore. And to that, I say, like, I feel like the show's concept of romance is very weird instead of just defining it as like everyone's idea of romance can be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no one, I don't think anyone would want what. Uh, I'm sorry, but this is this episode. I was like, get Petrotsky out of here. I was like, get me out of this house of horrors. I felt like she was Belle trapped in his castle. Uh, Listening uh, to that uh, dusty elder bang away at that um, piano. piano. I was like, get. I was like, where's Lumiere? Is she stuck there? Can she get out? This is never shocking. I've to be in her ramshackle apartment more. <laughs> this is um, really crazy it's like, that run, you're saying all this. Run, jump out of... I would have jumped out of a window had a man started telling me he wrote me a song called The Lady with the Eyes That Sparkle, sparkle. Luminescent. I was like, Carrie, it's glass. Just take the L and jump out a window. Mm, interesting. You know I would have fallen for that shit. <laughs> Then I'm when he such a carry. Why are they always in that? Cl- why are they always in that like living room? Like on that. <laughs> I don't know. And it lo- here's the thing: his apartment does look really cold. It, but also, it looks diff- completely different at nighttime. Almost like he brings in different furniture. He might. <laughs> That's why he has all those assistants. All right, let's start with Charlotte before we get into this um. because. She hears the story of Alex's spontaneous romance, and she's into it. And she and Harry are diddy bopping down the street, eating, eating froyo, froyo, which I guess was like, was it new? And whenever yeah. year this came out, it was. This was a new. Like, remember? Yeah, it when was, was froyo. Like, it just the way they were talking about it was like it. Came, froyo was invented in the 1970s. No, no, no. But I think like this type of like bar, like where you could like go get froyo and, like, and it was in the machine and it. toppings. Yes, personalized. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it was just sort of like froyo is disgusting. First of all, is it? It tastes just like ice cream. Uh, well, I don't like ice cream either. But if I was oh, going, well, to, if I was going to go for one of them, it's just like just guys, come on, just have the ice cream. It's like just have a full fat coke. <laughs> do let's get what we're supposed to have mm-hmm. and but i thought it was harry was sort of nice when he's like i'll show you romance 
And it's nice to see Harry again, I guess. Well, I know. That's what you said last week. You're like... But then he popped up and I was like, this is what we're doing with him? His French accent? He's hauling that out? I know. He's like, wee-wee, fro-yo. And I'm just like, I... (laughs) Listen, I... I understand also, like, what they're fro-yo. doing. I understand like, what they're doing. Keep it in your home. I don't know. I guess people like to go for walks after dinner. Well, she goes to Tasty Delight every night. Right. So, and she says, I think it's, that's a lot. Like, that's but a at lot. A certain, at a certain point, I would just buy frozen yogurt and keep it in my home. Yeah. But maybe she likes the ritual the of walk them walking and, together. Yeah. Is it, this is before they have... Is that dog's name? Do they have that dog yet? Has Elizabeth Taylor? Up? No. Yeah, where is she? She's giving Dr. Robert. Like, we keep thinking she's around <laughs> and she's she? not. Does she come in the finale? Very With close, Lily? I think. I think she comes next week. Oh, okay, good. We need... Because I was like, oh, well, that's sort of nice. Okay, we got to walk Elizabeth Taylor and then we're going... Right, because she has to come early because she has to get gangbanged in the park. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte um, calls her a whore, basically. Yeah. Um... So then we head over to dinner, and we're ordering cheese. We're ordering everything with cheese, including a cart. And we're having a seven-course meal. My stomach would be in shambles. And then we cut to the most disgusting montage in the history of this show, which is them, we're just watching them get it cleared out. Yeah, I mean, listen, I was really, I got the ick from Harry when they were kissing on the bed. And, and we his, had to hear his little grumbles. And then he goes, that was weird. I'm like, I, I, know, I just I felt such an ick. And it was, maybe and that's the I, thing about an ick is you can't really put your finger on why it's icking you. But this is the ick for me. Maybe I've never had a bad stomach ache. Well, and I'm dealing with some gastrointestinal issues, you know, myself right now, amongst many other things. But I've never heard my stomach or anyone else's in such a manner. Oh, thank I God. Have. I have. My tummy. This my stomach makes divorce. a lot of noises. This is like, I don't think I could recover from such a thing. I've sent Hearing people someone, away when they've been like feeling too sick. I'm like, you got to get out of here or mm-hmm. I must remove myself. Like, I'm not a helper in that way. And also, yeah. if I'm not feeling well, I don't want to be tended to. I want to be. I don't want you dark. touching me. I want to be alone. And I want when, I, when they were in the bath when he was like, I'm coming in. I'm like, Charlotte's <gasps> in there. What are you shitting in the sink? Melissa McCarthy style? <laughs> I was like, What's happening? Well, like, yeah, was I he think... gonna push her off and just like sh- like shit on top? I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah, I didn't like that they were together. That's Thank such God. a private thing. Thank God they have two bathrooms. Chris, can and why you didn't imagine you just stay in there? Like, I don't understand why they kept coming back to the bed. I wouldn't want them in my bed. I wouldn't want them in bed. No, this is my like ex famously one like he would like come into bed super late because, you know, he slept until 2 p.m. Um, So he would go to bed really late and then he would like roll around and sigh. And one time I was like, what is your fucking problem? Like, go to bed. And he was like, I just don't feel good. My stomach hurts. I feel horrible. His stomach was like all upset. I go downstairs. Christopher, he this man. And just had ordered everywhere. McDonald's, and I looked at the receipt. What did he have? Filet what didn't he have? <laughs> a quarter pounder with cheese, ten-piece chicken nugget, mm. and a McChicken, and a large Spicy fry. Or regular. And you're telling me he ate all of that, and then was like wondering why he wasn't feeling good. 
Look, you can't yeah. eat McDonald's and hope to feel well. No, no, no. That's, but I was like, yeah, that's just a small window into my ex past yeah, relationship. They needed to put a real tarp down in that Park Avenue apartment and hope for the best. They need to tent. Because <laughs> that, it, this was, this, yeah. I don't know. I just It was really, really grossed out. I also just, don't like like poop stuff. Yeah, and I just felt like we don't do jokes like this on this show. Why are we in season six entering the scatological? Well, I think Ma- Michael Patrick King, maybe this was like a, like, um. And then she's got, yeah, well, I guess she's going to shit her pants. Yeah. In a few weeks. <laughs> you have to watch that. Yeah. Charlotte's been through a lot. She's lost a baby. She shit her pants. She's <laughs> had to watch her husband shit his pants. Hang on. I'm doing. Wait one second. Oh, God. Sam, we are recording. I know. I was counting to see when, um, because we only have a few episodes left of this entire series. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be crazy if it ended? And then the the week of like New Year's was the movie, because that is like our New Year's Eve movie. It won't be. So. I know it's not. I just did the math. <laughs> yeah, I just looked at my that. calendar. Um, so that's sort of Charlotte's line uh, storyline. Let's get into Samantha. So... They're mm. shopping for Miranda's wedding present. Charlotte's being nuts about, like, we have to get her something nice. And Samantha decides to share that she wants to get a boob job because she saw her boobs in style and they're teeny weeny. Itty bitty, teeny weeny. Shortstop girl. Yeah. And, like, it was making me laugh that, like, Samantha was really giving me a giggle during this whole scene. I don't know. I She's just like, there like- they are. Teeny tiny. What has Samantha's... We've never we've never heard her anything about her breasts. No, I thought she, like, she, loved they, her breasts. Yeah, they're always... I've never... They were out this episode, I saw them. Never not. Yeah, and, I mean, we've seen... We saw her lead with her nipples, with, um, you know, the guy who, like, baby talk. It just didn't feel like that was a huge concern for her, but I guess it's grown. Maybe she saw one. the photos and was like, oh, my God. I mean, they did look minuscule in those photos, but I they think did. that's just Teeny a bad tiny. outfit and no bra. But she does have a smaller breast. She does. Right, but I feel like we've seen them look a lot better. And that's just like she needs a better bra, I think. I don't think she's wearing a bra. That might be a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Get a better brassiere. Yeah. I or saw photos of me from the weekend and I was... You know, she'd add that extra oh, yeah. R. <laughs> R. Yeah. Um, and so then we get this other troubling montage where we have to we're heading out on the town at this bar that looks like they set it up in 20 seconds i mean it looked like the cheapest set if that was a real bar reveal yourself because it looked terrible (laughs) and we i don't think it was real we got samantha looking at breasts and then we got these two dummies next door looking at. i loved this it made me laugh oh i was just like these jokes are so this episode made me missing just like that. Chris, you need to you need to get <laughs> fucking real. <laughs> the things that you say on this podcast sometimes I, I just really I are just so like, disturbing. This is so goofy and stupid. Like, let's lean into just the complete drama of it. Could you imagine if Samantha had breast cancer on and just like that? There'd be violin music. A week would be it would be so sad. It would be sad. Bitsy, Bitsy would somehow show up and deliver but a monologue. But I also think maybe that that's not true. 
I just felt like, oh my god, we like we're building to this reveal, and I'm watching her sit next to two doofuses who are like, who whose entire like is like completely eighty yard, and they're just yeah. like, ooh, 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 look at those titties. I'm like, what's happening? It's like what? Arsenio Hall. <laughs> Wait, what are they doing? They're literally just like hooting and hollering, hooting like, and hollering. And I'm like, why? I've also never this... seen men do that in real life. I don't. I think they would be removed from the planet, from society. Yeah, like I've just never seen men like stand there and be like, "Look at those big old titties." Like that just doesn't happen. It Maybe be, it does in New York be, City. I I've never seen it. It's just like, I, but no one is doing this. I don't sit around with like gay guys and other straight women. Like, look, look at, at that the big dick. On that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we would be no. Told like, to I, look- I've definitely like been out where I'm like, oh, that guy's cute, or like, oh, he's hot, or like right, whatever. But you don't sit facing outward at a bar with a drink in your hand, truly right. like, oh yeah. my god, look at his broad shoulders. Oh, I'm gonna fuck him. I'm like, oh my god, you would, you would be in jail. I think <laughs> you would be arrested. I'd hope. The only time I've ever seen anyone like ogle like that is like when people catcall. I haven't. I've That's seen it. cat. I've seen more respectful catcallers. Honestly, not same. to say those men deserve I've any been, dignity or respect. Guys, sometimes when I get catcalled, uh, no, like no, it no, is no, the no, no 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 oh. no no no. I'm not. I can't. Oh yeah, we can't this do week. this again. Yeah, <laughs> we can't. We can't talk about that. Yeah, no, 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 We've no. already touched on that before. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's just, I have a busy rest of the week. I've got to work late on Friday. Yeah, we I can't. cannot handle the comments of, of talking cat calling. people responding to your thoughts on feminism. I can't do it. Okay. I respect that. Um, if you guys have any thoughts about it, you can message DM me. her <laughs> over there. Yeah. You know, I can't personally be held accountable because, again, what'll happen is they can't get at you. So then I get screamed so at. They go, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't even say it. You, We need like a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode where it's like, Sam's thoughts are Chris not. Chris has read like, the feminine mystique and is like aware of like. <laughs> how feminine like i'm aware of like feminism and it's like sam's thoughts cannot be held (laughs) i cannot be held accountable for them and i won't be you know yeah but my thoughts are my own and honestly you shouldn't be held accountable for some of mine a hundred percent but here's the thing i don't think you are oh i never I, i feel like it's like i'm held accountable for all of mine and yours yeah you carry a lot of weight and it's just like sometimes i'm like guys with mine, I'm like, look, well, you know me, I will never back down when people come at me with my thoughts. I'm like, you're blocked. I know, and I immediately cry and tell them how sorry I am. <laughs> I'm working I, on that. Yeah, people come at me and they're like, how fucking dare you have said this? And I'm like, I stand in my truth. I don't remember what I said, but I was 100% right. I love that about and you. And unless you've got a clip, and then sometimes I've been sent clips, and I'm like, you or know Or timestamps. <laughs> like, like, or mm-hmm. like the time that someone came at you about me and Travis Kelsey with a timestamp. Yeah, and I just said, look, those are her thoughts. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah. So come at me, guys. But when people come for my thoughts, I just say, I'm right, you know? That's why we love you. A lot. Got a really mean DM about it just like that recently. But see, now I'm thinking of it fondly. Yeah, it hits you. You fucking hate older women, you dumb (gasps) bitch. And I'm like, arguably, I only like older women. Yeah. I'm like, just because the show's... But again, I did double but down. Sh- I was like, you can believe whatever you want. The show's trash and I'll never watch it again. Bye. And now you're like craving it. Just season one. 
I crave season one of and just like that. I will literally never watch season two again. Maybe that episode we really liked where she reads the audio book. I don't know what to do with you. That was a really good episode. <laughs> and if we rewatched it, we'd be like, what is going on? A hundred percent. Because I don't remember one other store. I think that might have been when Charlotte's daughter was selling her clothes on the real reel. <laughs> Oh my God. And writing that song. <laughs> the power that? of privilege. privilege. Yeah, giving Olivia Rodriguez no. Um, okay, let's get back into Samantha having cancer. So we head over to the doctor and we find mm-hmm. a lump. And we quickly cut to her with Carrie. And she informs her she has cancer. Mm-hmm. And that she wanted to tell her so that if she doesn't blurt it out later. And that really she's just worried she doesn't want to lose her breast. They're fabulous. And I did like this scene. Mm-hmm. I just wish... It just felt sort of out of place in this episode. It felt very dropped in and real between these two friends. Mm-hmm. But then I just felt like, has this episode earned that moment? Um, No. We were right, just so watching... That's a big problem. We were just watching her like talk about like that bartender's breasts. And yeah. now suddenly he's like feeling for lumps and it's just like... It just felt very like, whoop, whoop, whoop. But maybe I guess that's how cancer is. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if Comes Samantha's out of nowhere. getting her annual mammogram, you know? She is afraid of doctors. Yeah, we have we do have sort of that written there with her sexual health in the past. Um, so I did appreciate the beat of when Miranda and Steve are talking about giving their vows and they say sickness and health and we sort of pan to Carrie and Samantha and we see them... In sort of their marriage, almost. Um, I don't know. And then she tells Charlotte, and then she tells Miranda. There was something that I thought might have been nice if this was, um, if the secret had stayed between Carrie and Samantha. And then we watch it sort of like, you need to build community and tell the others, like, you're not showing up for brunches. I don't know. It just felt like we told it. It felt very expedited. Yeah, it felt quick. It felt like... Oh, okay. It felt it almost felt like, like if I didn't know what was going on, the next episode, the cancer would be gone. Well, it was very weird because she made it this big deal to tell Carrie to not tell the other girls like she want. And then suddenly she's looking at Charlotte and she's like, I have cancer. And then are we Miranda, to believe she's drunk because she's drinking a martini and the others I are drinking wine? Think so? She Did she be drinking? Drunk? I don't know. Can you? Drink? I, don't I guess know. I, I would. I would. Honestly, I got to be honest. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if the doctor would have told me no, but I think my unless it had been explicitly said, mm-hmm. do not. Yeah. It would have been bottoms up like the minute I left. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know. I just, I didn't really love the end of the episode. I got what the, they were trying to do. Like, I got it where they were trying to be like, Samantha's very matter of fact, blunt, like, this is how it is. I'm going to power through this. Like, I understood the sentiment, but I just really didn't like how it was, like, delivered to us at all. And then what about the sort of final beat of, we were all real that day, just like Miranda wanted. <clears throat> so is that sort of creating this um, binary between romance and reality? Maybe... But romance can is can be real. Now I will, and again, we'll get to we'll get to the Russian and what he's up to. I just wish I get. There would have been something 
to be said if they had been able to talk about the intimacy of friendship and how like telling the mm-hmm. truth with your friends is its own form of romance but i yeah. just felt the end it did this did not feel like a very well thought out episode in terms of theme and yet there's enough there i think i think they spent way too much time on charlotte and harry and they should have taken that time they could have just cut honestly we could have just not had a charlotte storyline i would have been completely we haven't had many samantha storylines we could have just seen charlotte popping in and popping out yeah we saw samantha fall down a what was that called a A great (laughs) a great and like that was it so i didn't need to see samantha or uh charlotte do all of that with harry i just didn't yeah i don't know so let's get into i guess the more fully fleshed out two Mm storylines with old miranda so we open and she and steve are enjoying beers and they see this couple and I got to tell you, this couple was giving acting out of the Gilded Age. <laughs> the worst performances I've ever seen. You was at the subway? You wasn't was in the subway. subway. I was like, what? It was giving kind Gilded of Age. Hammy 1920s playing to the back of the house theatrical performances. I know. It was giving Gilded Age. And it. And I'm like. And then they see themselves in these two dummies. I'm like. This is worse than when Carrie looked at those two black people and ate that saltwater taffy. Oh, the sunset? Yeah. You and your sunsets. I'm like, what, what am I watching? You used to leave these people alone. At least those people had dignity. I know. And then they were Steve's like beautiful like, actors. I wish the camera actually had just followed them for the next for season. I would have loved that. And Steve is just so Steve in this episode. And then I, and and this is something we'll chat about a little bit later, but when Miranda says, I don't want to become your mom, what a rude thing to say. Chris, that was so fucking rude. It's like, why wouldn't she just say, I don't want to become my mom? Like, we know she had difficult problems with her mother. Or just don't fucking say anything like that. Like, and also, also it's not that he, bad. Also, he like loves his mother. And we haven't seen her do, this is not Bunny McDougal. No, like she's, she's just, just a, a little drunk sometimes. She's a good time gal. <laughs> she just likes to she drink Bud Light. Budweiser's. Yeah, I don't get the problem. And you know what? We haven't seen her she, be cruel. Wait, she might turn into her. Because she, well, she we did, do learn that she has a drinking see, problem. You know, we've seen some stuff. Yeah. And I wish we had seen Miranda. I wish Miranda's drink of choice hadn't been a Negroni and it had just been a Bud Light. I would have loved that. <laughs> Just like me on an Amtrak and with all a her Tito's bottles yeah. and her rolling around in that backpack, rolling um, around in that gorgeous brown backpack. Miranda just is so fucking rude sometimes. And like, he's like, I don't want to slack off like I used to. And I'm like, well, buddy, you are. You're drinking midday. You own a bar. Like, get the fucking work. And he's like, you're not paying for these beers. So you're still insecure. You're yeah, also like, wanting so to this pay for great. like the $2 beers. I'm sure she paid for something expensive. Like She probably pays for home. everything. <laughs> well, you're living in her apartment. Yeah. Fucking scrub. <sighs> and then he makes sudden, me so fucking mad. All of a sudden, she's like, let's get married. And I do sort of like, I did think it was a cute idea of um, some couples have to say their I don'ts before they can say their I do's. And I think that is sort of a cute idea. And it does sort of Mm -hmm. feel like Miranda. It doesn't feel like Steve, but it does feel like Miranda. But Mm -hmm. I just wish her I don't wasn't so rude. Yeah, like I don't want to be your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think of the women's reaction to Miranda sharing she's engaged when they all are like, oh, my God, like Carrie starts crying. Samantha's moved. I actually really loved this scene. 
wow. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I liked it. I thought the way Miranda delivered the line of like, yeah, that's why I proposed to Steve over $2 beers. And then everyone was like, what? And they kind of knew to not be too emotional, but they couldn't hold it back. But I didn't think these women loved Steve that much, I guess. Or even Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't. I don't know. Also, how long have they been back together? It feels like a day. (laughs) It feels like a fucking day. I don't know. I remember loving the scene. And look, I will just say overall, Mm -hmm. nothing about this whole... And maybe it's because we... We've, you know, had to take two hiatuses during this journey of ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this project has taken a little longer. Yeah. There was nothing about this wedding that like made me feel emotional. Like, mm-hmm. there was just nothing about this sort of end. I guess maybe because it's been spread over since season two mm-hmm. to six. And it's taken us about two years to get to this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. That just there's no epicness. This doesn't feel like oh my god, we're building to the wedding of the century. No, you know it what feels I mean? like, like we're building to a wedding in a backyard. It just didn't feel like um. And I remember really caring, like oh my god, Miranda and Steve are getting married when I watched the show originally. Mm-hmm. Somehow on rewatching it, I was just sort of like, this is the culmination of all of that trouble. It, it Him, felt... He's got gum on his shoe and the groceries are on the ground. I here's the thing with this entire episode is like I understand what they were like trying to do, but like the execution just felt very like underwhelming. Very. Like I was very underwhelmed. Um even by like their vows, I thought it would have been nice if they said their own vows. I was confused. I felt that's like kind they of were played sh- the wedding was pl- well, it's played their wedding is played as a background to the news about Samantha. I wish these would have been two separate episodes. Which I sort of had forgotten. Like, they don't even, like, they cut away from them. I yeah. felt like I saw more of Magda. I was looking well, at the extras I thought more. It, well, she said to Carrie, like, I want to say those vows. Like, I want to do... And then it was just the standard basic vows, which, I, I mean, are fine, but, like, well, I just thought it was... a good public speaker. Remember her terrible speech about Big? <laughs> at um his funeral? <laughs> And she was just like, so much love, so much care. And then she sat down. But and that was also was written crying. by Carrie. Well, whatever, whoever wrote it was terrible. <laughs> and their delivery was, well, she was drunk, so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't know. It's just like this wedding did not move me and it just doesn't feel. And I, I feel wanted like the, to be moved. I, I feel like the the wedding of two characters who you've rooted for for four years should feel mm-hmm. epic. Especially it sort of because reminds they me of the first, Yeah. It sort of reminds me of the first time I saw Derek and Meredith's post-it wedding, and oh I was God. so underwhelmed. Yeah. And yet now when I go back and watch it, I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing, and actually television wishes it could be this good now. Yeah. Um, like when Derek and Meredith like, got power, back... Though. Yeah, like when this Derek one... and Meredith got back together, it was like powerful. You mean when this, they got married? Yes. Yeah. But even like just the sex that they would have, like the moments they would have. And I'm like, that's on ABC. Yeah, I don't I'm know. not getting just, anything with these two. There's just nothing, I think, passionate or like romantic or 
it's but I a guess, friendship honestly when i, I think guess. about it sex in the city doesn't really do weddings really well like you don't feel connected <laughs> to either of charlotte's weddings like Mm-mm. in terms of romance like you don't even see trey at her wedding like he isn't even in that episode yeah you're right no way he's in the episode but he's not like you don't see but you don't like she doesn't they're not together as, as though she starts walking down the aisle it cuts away before you see him then the harry and charlotte wedding isn't really romantic in terms of like their union yeah then big and carrie's first wedding is a disaster wow. yeah and i wouldn't i guess ever thine ever mine ever ours when he whispers in her ear in the courthouse but that's romantic but that's like I don't really care about that. I mean, have one out of all of those. And then I guess we'll... Are we barreling towards a Carrie and Aiden wedding at some point? I'll I guess so. fucking... And we'll see what that one's it. like. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite Sex in the City wedding might be um, Jackie and um, Scarf. What's his girlfriend's Honestly, name? Honestly, I felt more love between Bitsy and What's-His-Face. That was a beautiful wedding. Is yeah. that all there is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. So, I guess at the time... I did like the idea of it in this, like, cute park, though. I thought that was cute. We'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to that. The community garden. Um, I'm shocked post- that the community garden let them do that. Especially since they don't live in that community. Um, post and just like that, what did you think of um, this wedding? Like, now that we know it all I mean, fails... <laughs> I gotta tell you, the way that they that went into... I saw that new baby Brady. They're really throwing new baby Bradys in every episode. I was like, who's that? <laughs> no, I Same. I was like, that's not... That's that's not who... That's not Brady. That's, that's not, not my Brady. That's not the Brady I know. That's not the Brady I know. Um, honestly, and I hate to say this, it it makes sense that they're not together anymore. Like, seeing this... They should this go back and, to that park. Why the fuck would, wouldn't they have something in that park? Instead of taking us to Coney Island and having Brady ride his bike up and eat clams and hot dogs. Because that's not where Steve found peace after Miranda left him. He could have. He could have been like, I'm going to open a new bar in this park or something. Like, it just would have tethered us to some. What was that accent? That was my Steve. It would have tethered us to some reality in this um, world. Instead, we're at Coney Island looking at the cyclone. Yeah, they're not the cyclone. And shitty CGI. (laughs) Not the cyclone. (sighs) <laughs> I hate the show. <laughs> you know what? You know what's really annoying, and it's. I such, hope next episode. It's such a moment. Better. It's such a typical shortcomings <laughs> episode. I come in thinking I love it, and you and I talk, and I'm like, wow, I fucking hated it. <laughs> I hope I like next week better, but I don't. I remember not necessarily loving Catch Thirty Eight. It's another episode where I think it's a good idea, but the execution is terrible. I'm that trying seems to, to be more and more my whole thought process I, on no, the entirety I like, of Sex in the City. I like the honeymoon. I think it's funny. I do like when Steve's little ass is out when he's reading. There's <laughs> yeah. never been a more me on a Sunday. That is exactly what I look Just like ass on a Sunday out. reading. Ass out with my book in hand. Although I don't think he can read. Unfortunately. It's probably like... Is it, I it's probably say, one it of the real, but he's not blind. No, it's probably like scratch and sniff. Yeah, I spy. All right, All right let's get into Carrie. So she's sp- spending time with Alex, as we were talking about earlier, and he's written her a song called "The Woman with the Eyes That Sparkle." And she doesn't love this idea of romance. And I did just want to discuss. Okay, so this is Alex's view of romance. What was romance like for Big? Phone sex. 
No, I think Big's idea of romance was like cooking for her and like having her in his apartment and cooking. And what about Aiden when he was making the fajitas and dancing to the oldies? His idea of romance was like um, waxing I guess it was, or was, was, um It wasn't waxing. Sanding. Refinishing? There's like a word he uses and it's nothing of what you said. I think he says, let me, let me, what does he say? Let me do to Carrie's strip. Yes. He wants to strip Strip. her floors because she's his booth bitch. Mm, I hate this show. And then what would you say her um, romance was with old Jackie, Jackie boy burger? Just talking bits. Yeah, <laughs> Not talking. Shut the fuck up. They didn't have any romance. That well, they had their Hollywood kiss. Oh God. <laughs> what are what is this show? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we're watching it. I don't know why I'm dedicating hours of my life to it. Sometimes I like just years, that's so Chris, We've thousand dedicated year, years. I, thousand years stare. Like I don't mind the years because it's like that's just like an amalgamation of hours. It's more when I look at it in the micro. Yeah, it's tough. That I'm sort of like, did I spend three hours today not mm-hmm. doing my job to prepare for this podcast? Yeah. Um, actually, can we go back to Miranda just really briefly? Of course. When they're at that wedding and Mrs. Mrs. Brady comes over to her. No, why didn't we talk about this? Yeah. She's so fucking rude to her. <laughs> when she, I'm like, and here's the thing. I know they're trying to build to the finale when Miranda um, takes care of hers to show growth. But to that, I say we can all show up in the macro, okay? Yeah. If I saw that's an like elder woman kind. eating a slice of pizza out of the trash, <laughs> I'd help her too. But it's the micro. This is your new husband's mother. Yeah. You can't sit there and listen to her talk about how she got fucked before her wedding. And Honestly, pregnant. I would be like, tell me more. Yeah, it's like, it's so rude. And yeah, then she like, literally walks okay. over and I can't believe I'm legally bound to Steve's mother. She's a nice woman. She's not, there's nothing wrong with her. <laughs> I've never seen someone kinder. Who loves Miranda and loves baby Brady. Got him a clown. Has she said one mean thing to her? I think the meanest thing she said maybe was, oh, she's so fancy. But I think that had more to do with her own insecurities. It's like, let's be kind to this lady. She's like, I've never, it's, she's it's so, mean. so nasty. I know. And he's like, Ma, let's get you over here. I would, if I was Steve, I would have been like, Miranda, just talk to my mother. If anyone I dated talked to my mother the way that Miranda, or even about my mother, I would break up with them instantly. Instead of whatever Steve yelled at, uh, well, I do remember what he yelled at her. And just like that, he yelled, you didn't even want our son. (laughs) Instead of that, he should have said, you like, were so cold to my mother. You didn't really want her here. Like, yeah, you're a bitch. Like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Snotty. I had to live with fucking Magda. You think Steve likes Magda? I'm so pissed now because Miranda likes this idea of like, being like you know I'm getting two dollar beers and oh. like i'm eating pizza and like Miranda i can is not be like a this brow girl she is a long island then bitch. i don't know why the fuck she talks she about steve's mom like this person yeah they are Mer- you're telling me you don't think mary brady isn't on her couch with a beer in hand watching jules and mimi then flipping over to tlc right they would probably love to chat jules and mimi together if Miranda would it's- just let it happen just shut the fuck up. 
Also, I didn't care for their reception. It seemed like they were just bar side with six people and the restaurant they were. was still open. They were. There's too many strangers ambling about. Yeah. And I know Miranda's not close to her family, but girl, let down your walls. She didn't invite anybody? I don't think so. Yeah, I saw. It, I was it, pregnant it, with my baby Jackie. <laughs> I just felt like, ma'am, you have, you have sisters. Yeah. One of whom played Hannah Horvath's mother. <laughs> Where Get is her she? back on the show. She was busy, maybe. She's such a bitch. I know. All right, People are like, we should all be Mirandas. It's like, I don't think I, you guys need never to Never not. That. I'm never going to be a Miranda. I don't want to be. And I feel like I've said it since episode one of this show. I want to be an Amelita that, Amalfi. When I saw her eating that chicken wing, just screaming. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, like, I don't know about this one. Or how like mean she was at that baseball game. Or when she was wearing that cancer outfit with that blue head wrap on it and just roaming around screaming at Carrie. Yeah. She's a terror. We shouldn't be Miranda's. No. Everyone needs to be honest. Everyone needs to be a Charlotte. And Agreed. dump these people and go get new friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we go back to the apartment and they share their forms of poetry. Carrie's reading from Vogue. I do appreciate that we get a bigger sense of Alex's world, like that he knows Oscar De La Renta. Mm-hmm. Oscar. And... Then we get Carrie and Miranda's phone call scene, which I did sort of like, mostly because I enjoyed the choice to have her hanging her bras, Carrie. I just thought it added a certain reality to the scene. I did too. But then I thought, ma'am, why are you being so mean to this, like, late, this woman? This, like, um, the house, the, like, woman at the store, Miranda's so nasty to her. I'm like, if all you need is oh a basic God. dress that you want, then you need to not have asked for help. Right. And she's like, hang on. And then she's just like, let's go over this again. I'm like, you're a bitch. I just like, you're being, not being assertive. I remember it being funny at the time I watched it. Now I'm just like, this is terrible. This is terrible. a minimum wage worker. Who is she, Mary Cosby? The way yeah, she's talking she's to these terrible. workers? Terrible. Terrible. I don't it's even remember right. what else happened in the phone call scene. But then Carrie arrives to what's his name's apart. Who's his name? What's his name? Alexander. Week? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that shit apartment. I hate it in there. <laughs> There's something I about like it. it at I night. I don't like it I, in the day. Oh, see, I like it in the day when it I looked like, like it a gap ad and like. Oh, when he was sitting on that table, or even when window? she came down, bouncing down in the white, and I was like, oh, this looks like it could be a gap ad. Like, there's just something about it at nighttime that is feels Haunting? like a Batman villain lives there. I think that's the idea. I don't know. I don't care for it at nighttime. There's something a foot there like yeah we're one wall away from pushing to like opening a door and it's girl with the dragon tattoo <gasps> unfortunately Chris. <laughs> darkness in that apartment yeah. yeah um and so he's given her the oscar dress and and i did think like this show is such a gross flaunting of wealth like how much do you think that dress cost thousands thousands and he's just like oh yeah i got this for you Honestly, I like it because it it showed that he paid attention to her. He was thinking of her. It shows that he has I'm money. I'm like, he's financially abusive. How dare he? And I'm like, no other man was doing would, this shit for her. I just, well, Big was. I don't. He bought her, remember that Judith Lieber bag that looked like a pigeon? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you back on that episode fondly. I, I just read the shit. saddest. I just read the saddest facts about pigeons. All right. Do you want to share were, one? They were 
bred and like we um uh domesticated them like to be like our companions and then we threw them out on the street and now like that's why they're like it's just made me sad well they're carrier pigeons sometimes some people care for them they're very smart very smart they also make for life disgusting um so she also i I, you didn't like this gift i thought it was nice i oh i don't mind the gift as I've gotten older, I've learned that like people can give you gifts. It's fine. What I don't care for it is, is if you invite me over to do one thing and you spring that we're doing another. Right. Like that would drive me insane. If I am coming over for a sleepover and you tell me we're going to the opera, I'm going home. I. She's like, oh, okay. I'm like, did she? I don't know. She got that little ponytail. Yeah, but he looked good. A lot of buns this season on her. I thought he looked really good. I thought he looked good, but, you know, I couldn't... He was not of this world for me, this episode. He was driving me insane. Oh, well, so Carrie. they're heading out, and he's like, this music, this moment, this dress. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this man? He's nuts. And so then they nuts. start dancing in the street, like two maniacs. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, she faints. She couldn't handle the romance, so she passed out. And it's handled like that's something normal. If I was him, I'd be like, no, that's a weird thing to say. We need to get you a neurological exam. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not well. And then if you listen, the ADR is also wild. It's like people in the background are like, is that lady okay? I think she's fine. He's gotta! Yeah. Like, Guys, please, we don't need to hear the city. She streets. was just being like a little too much. It's too much. I'm from America. I'm like, shut the fuck up. This is weird. <laughs> well, she acts like she's like never dated someone from like another country. And I just don't think that that's true. I feel like she's like gone out on dates with like Italians and stuff. Well, we saw her date that French man who left her that money. Yeah. That architect. Um, and then for some reason, we cut to McDonald's. Another, another Mickey D's visit. <sighs> And it's like, oh, look, we're highbrow, lowbrow, and Oscar de la Renta and eating french fries. And then they start dancing again. And I'm so glad they cut. I'm so glad they cut to that worker who rolled his eyes. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Dancing under the golden arches? This is a McDonald's. Yeah. Get the fuck out. I know. It was disgusting. And she's like, want a fry? They're French. I mean, it did make me want a french fry, but. I know, but it was just bizarre. And I was just like, this is... These two dummies are not of this world. No, no, no. I didn't care for them this episode. I didn't either. I thought I did at the beginning of the episode and how the tides have turned. What did you think of the fashion in this one? I mean, I love the pink dress. I thought it was very beautiful and cute. I thought Miranda looked gorgeous on her wedding day. Um, Right, so stop right there. I... I thought above the neck, we were doing great work. Hair and makeup, beautiful. You didn't like outfit? Things went cattywampus when we went beneath (laughs) and she decided to be in some sort of maroon frock house coat that looked like Divine and hairspray. You didn't think it was a lot of fabric? I just... (laughs) Well, I'm like, you bought very, that at that store? I felt very hot and itchy looking at her. Wow. 
I just thought she looked beautiful. And then to never see what was underneath that house coat. I think that was the outfit. Then if that was the case, she needed to return that immediately. Maybe she did need that woman's help after all. I think she really did. She that woman was probably like, okay, you want to be a bitch? This is what you're wearing. You're getting this Look velvet your maroon in two suit. Years. <laughs> this maroon velvet frock. Um, I, I did appreciate Charlotte. I did. I oof. I did appreciate. I thought Carrie looked stunning, but was also. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed her floral jacket, and I loved Samantha's mm-hmm. nod to the fact that she's getting married in a park. Her skunk. Because I think that's what she thinks of Steve. A real skunk. <laughs> a real skunk in the grass. He is. Um, other than that, I didn't really... Um, I actually thought Carrie looked adorable in the outfit she was wearing just to go to Petrotsky's apartment before she put on the Oscar de la Renta dress. Very casual. And I don't remember anything Charlotte was wearing. I guess she was wearing like a nice she was nightgown. Sweats. She was wearing a nice nightgown when Which she was shitting her pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then Charlotte's never of, not in a nightgown. Yeah, so just a silky teddy, ready for bed. Very um, Ramona without the racism. <laughs> Ramona's always in a teddy. Always. <laughs> um, so in terms of men, we had Petrotsky, of course, Harry, Steve. I saw mm. Steve's brother in the background at one point. He had the. I'm going with... The, the plastic surgeon. I, he had nice glasses. He was the only place I could land. And where the fuck is Smith? Is he even on this show? I don't no. understand how people like him so much. He's barely on He's it. He's barely on the show. I don't know. Um, the men of this episode... <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with the old this. man that's yelling at his wife about the subway. <laughs> you was on the subway? You was on the subway. subway. Bazinga! <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I thought you were going to go for those two boobs. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, no. Um, what would you give this out of 10? Uh, <laughs> like a seven. This is a real five for me. Yeah, I was being generous. I was going to go a six, but. This is one of those episodes that one day when I sit down, and I'm sure it'll mm-hmm. be one day after we finish this podcast, yeah. And I sit to rewatch this whole show. There are just going to be certain episodes I'm like, never, nope, 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 skip, skip, skip. It will be most of season six. <laughs> well, season God, five I... was a wash. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm... I think we, I think when we started this podcast, we romanticized we really... the end of the show. We were like, no, we really put a lot of weight on season three and four. <laughs> no, and I why think we, we romanticized it. the end of the show. We were like, well, when we get to five and six, that oh, be... yeah. Because even three and four, when we were in it, we were like, wow, I think we just like the cheating arc. Yeah. Cracked. And now I'm like, fuck, we shouldn't have been so hard on seasons one and two. I'm, if I could go back to big in that tan you suit. You wouldn't. I, I, what I'd give to be back when he was singing that, what was he singing? Oh, he was like, when I'm 64. Uh, 64. Yeah. What I'd give. Ugh. Those were the days. The days. Make Sex in the City great again. Maybe it will be next week. Maybe. What if we hate the finale? I'm really scared. I really don't think that will be the case. <laughs> I'm really scared if we're going to turn it on and just be like, yikes. Yeah, I'm terrified. Is this podcast going to make me hate the first movie? No. I feel like I'm going to end up hating the first movie and then be like, you know what? I love Sex and the City too. Yeah, I'll kill myself. 
Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss Season 6, Episode 15, Catch 38. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can support us online by joining Patreon at patreon.com slash shortcomingspodcast. And you can follow us online at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram. And I'm at Take Your Zoloft on Twitter. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.